Digital transformation often implies a transformation of attitude and ultimately a transformation at the leadership level. But once you have that leader in place, what's the most effective way to approach building teams that can foster change and lead banks into the next generation, especially in a competitive fintech environment? To find out, we'll be talking this week with Chief Digital Officer and Strategy Expert, Bennett Bradley. Welcome to BAI Banking Strategies, where each week we'll focus on the key issues facing financial services leaders. We'll bring you objective opinions and actionable insights that'll help you power smart decisions. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, the Managing Editor of BAI. Come on in. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We are in the midst of season two. As usual, you can check us out through Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple's podcast app, and Google Play. And today on the program, we have W. Bennett Bradley from BB&T Corporation. Bennett is the Senior Executive Vice President and Chief Digital Officer at BB&T. He joined the firm in 1985. That gives him more than 30 years of experience. He served as financial analyst, senior credit officer, was named president in 2005 of the newly formed Payment Solutions Division, and in January 2016, Bennett was named as the Chief Digital Officer for BB&T and currently has the responsibility of leading the Enterprise Digital Strategy Group. And Bennett, great to have you here on the program today. Thank you, Lou. Real pleasure. To thank you for having me. Since Chief Digital Officer is a new position and you're first to hold it, how are you trying to turn that role into something meaningful that's going to foster positive and creative change? You know, it could be different for different institutions, but trying to define for BB&T, how do we manage our digital transformation as we move forward? Part of the first year has been discovery, definition, defining the role, and I can tell you that that continues. That's something we would do, but it's really about setting a foundation and to be a catalyst for change within the company as we begin to embrace digital, the movement to digital, and really trying to align our different activities to support digital, really more of a coordination and a facilitation role to bring more visibility to our digital initiatives. And again, really trying to add a higher level degree of coordination to those efforts. Yeah. And when you talk about those efforts, that is also what's going on in the industry as a whole. It seems like it's a very exciting environment out there. Oh, absolutely. Almost daily you're seeing new announcements, new partnerships, joint ventures, new technology. So, yes, it's very exciting. There is this hard bid skepticism, a lot of it coming from fintech, that when banks try these sorts of things, they become digital silos, places where ideas go to die. I'm wondering, as you look at things, how digital teams can be successfully integrated so that what they do really matters and makes a contribution? That's a great question, Lou. It's really something we say, me and my team within the bank, we have to work hard to avoid that trap or that perception that this is a place where ideas are they're generated but they're not executed upon. I think the term you used is really good when integrated. Part of our responsibility is to work very closely 
with the business lines and the business units throughout the company. We're an enterprise digital strategy team, enterprise meaning the entire company. So part of our charge is to work cross-functionally and try to evaluate as we look across the business lines, what are the common denominator needs or expectations that are flowing up? And then if our team could be a champion and then have a solution that we could take back to our business units and then work with them from an implementation standpoint. But the key to that is what you mentioned. We've got to avoid being the silo, and that takes focus and it takes commitment from our team to make sure that we have a good understanding, kind of the pulse of what's occurring, if you will. I love that word champion. That implies the sense that you are not some sort of outside group that comes in to look at things under a microscope, you're instead trying to understand what's going on within these business lines, find out their needs, and then fight to get those needs met through the resources you have. Absolutely. We need to work very closely and gather good ideas, good thoughts from all of our associates within the company. Our role, again, is more facilitation, coordination, and how do we help our business units bring their thoughts, their ideas to life from a prioritization standpoint, and again, try to add a degree of advocacy where needed. What forms a terrific group, one that can meet the pretty lofty goals that you've laid out? It certainly takes a team orientation. We're a small group within the bank, but we have to be very supportive of each other, collaborative, team-oriented. A big part of our role is working with the different business lines to understand their needs, as well as working with our information technology partners, our digital channel partners, to actually execute and deliver the capabilities that we prioritize. We have to work very collaboratively with others and then with other groups within the bank to actually execute on those decisions and make sure we deliver to meet our clients' evolving needs and expectations. So collaboration, teamwork, and communication, absolutely uh, very sound communication skills, but probably the most important from a communication standpoint is listening to the needs of our business lines, also listen to what's occurring within the marketplace, and then try to assess what does it really mean for us and how do we respond to it. There is so much in fintech that very much reeks of bells and whistles. How do you tell the difference between what's worth paying attention to versus what's a distraction? Our view around that is that we think there's opportunities to partner, potentially invest or acquire, and we're certainly open to that. As you know, there are thousands of fintechs in the marketplace today and trying to understand how does a fintech opportunity potentially meet a need to enhance our overall client experience. So again, we embrace the opportunities there, but still working through how do we add structure so that we can be more efficient and be more productive as we pursue that. Structure is important because when banks undertake efforts with fintechs, you can't just fling it against the wall and see what sticks. That's right. Obviously, we embrace more of a test and learn environment and move more in that direction. But you also have to be thoughtful around what we pursue and make sure that what we're pursuing is something that we believe would add value, but then we take it through probably quicker or more concise proof of concept type environment than perhaps what we've embraced in the past so we can fairly quickly assess yes this has potential or no it doesn't and if it doesn't that's fine we 
learn that early on and then we move on. So that's part of the structure that I mentioned is being better prepared to assess the opportunities and then how do we ultimately respond to them. Effectiveness and success then represents a series of concentric circles where there has to be engagement and cooperation within the group. And then that same level of engagement within the enterprise itself and how your group relates to them, but also going even outside the company into the fintech world, really getting down to grips with what that fintech is offering, how it meets the needs of the customer and the bank and making the most effective synergy possible. It is about trying to have more insight, more visibility into what's occurring within the marketplace and embracing the notion of more partnerships to meet a targeted need or targeted situation or a potential issue that we're trying to address and seeing if there is a partner that can meet that need versus trying to build or address the situation internally. Where do you think that banks can begin if they haven't gone down this path so far? I think that really is more of an individual bank opportunity to assess and determine where they are in their digital transformation, assessing what are their needs to enhance their client experience or to meet the specific needs of the client segments that they serve, and then evaluating that versus the technology solutions they currently have in place, what their roadmap would look like to try to address some of the gaps that they potentially identify, and then how do you best address those gaps through engagement within the market, whether it be fintech or whether it be other providers, or potentially evaluating an internal build type solution. It varies by institution and it varies based on their assessment and gap analysis of what are the highest priority needs or opportunities that they're trying to pursue at the moment. What do you find most exciting about what you're doing now? This is a new role for you and we are in a new age. Several things I would say from level of excitement, it's really being on the forefront of trying to help move the company forward to accelerate our digital transformation. We made a commitment going back several years ago with the creation of this role and some other structural changes we've made that we understand the importance of accelerating digital transformation so that we can better respond to what's occurring in the marketplace and make sure that we remain relevant and meaningful to our clients, not just today, but certainly in the future. Now, at times, it's obviously a lot to assess, but that's the fun part of it, is rolling up your sleeves and really trying to work with our business lines and make those decisions every day. It's something that gets you really excited and gets you charged up and ready to come to work every morning and say, what's in front of us today and how do we move forward? Hey, you're getting me excited. (laughs) Makes me want to roll up my sleeves here. I notice that there are words you come back to, clients and client experience. How important is it to put that client experience right at the forefront of what you're doing in terms of digital innovation? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. We can't lose sight of that. You know, that's our North Stars. We've got to be client-led and make sure that what we track back to as we try to make prioritization investment decisions, that we are meeting our clients' needs and expectations. We created a new chief client experience officer role last year within the company, and we work very closely with his team as well as our CIO partner who is actually charged with helping execute on our digital roadmap and digital strategy. So it's really the three of us, digital strategy, client experience, and chief information officer 
the voice to the client provided by chief client experience officer coupled with our competitive assessment and working with our business lines to help develop the strategy and then our chief information officer and technical team focused on the execution of those components. Wow, great stuff. I'm curious as to what you see as a vision where the department is firing on all cylinders and bringing customer engagement, customer experience to a new level. Share with us what you think that looks like. Yeah, great question, Lou. Thanks for asking that. And it is part of the role is looking forward and trying to help establish a roadmap and a strategy in the future to help achieve our vision. But longer term, I think, is really around how do we focus on making digital a core competency for the bank, making sure we're meeting our clients' needs and expectations, and how do we delight our clients, and really focusing on the uh, surprise and delight of the clients uh, longer term and using our digital capabilities to deliver on that. Delight and surprise, those are two fantastic words that bode well for the customers of BB&T. And Bennett, you've nailed it in so many ways. Thank you for being on the program today. You're certainly welcome. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it, Lou. Bennett Bradley is the Chief Digital Officer for BB&T. You can contact him via email. The address is wbradley, one word, lowercase, at bbandt.com. And here are three key takeaways from today's podcast. Number one, collaboration and communication. That operates on three levels. First, within the team itself, having everyone united for a common purpose. Second, within banks, it's about going out to the business lines and hearing their needs and then becoming champions for those needs. And finally, in working with fintechs, collaboration and communication can help match what the fintechs are doing with what your organization hopes to accomplish. Number two, digital strategy groups must learn to walk a fine line between creating a structured program and being nimble in a test and learn environment. It also necessitates a thoughtful approach where you pursue things not based on throwing something against the wall to see if it sticks, but by meeting needs that have been clearly identified from the outset. And number three, there is no one size fits all solution for digital transformation. Banks, however, can look for a common point client experience. You can start by identifying gaps in that experience, then determine how to address them. Customers won't expect, but will always accept when you surprise and delight them. And now from digital transformation to digital traveling back in time on June 1st, just 48 hours after this podcast goes live, Canada will celebrate its 150th anniversary with a new $10 bill unveiled by the Bank of Canada. Ah, but did you know that on the Bank of Canada's webpage commemorating the $10 bill, there is actually the cheat code from a retro video game from 1988, Konami's Contra. In fact, we have obtained that cheat code. Here it is. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A. And action.
<laughs> yes, that is the Canadian National Anthem, O Canada, coming to you in 8-bit video game sound. Now, when Bank of Canada officials were asked, why did you bury a video game cheat code in the commemorative page for the $10 bill, they pretty much replied, why not? So, happy 150th anniversary to our friends in Canada, and thank you for tuning in to another podcast. Our podcast goes up on Mondays. Be sure to check out when our next one goes up, and check out our ever-growing archive of podcasts at BAI.org. I'm Lou Carlozo, the managing editor at BAI. We'll see you next week. So long.